Moriore Te Pano. Welcome into the practice run, your frontline pass to the heart of sports action, brought to you by 99 Dreams, inspiring others to chase their dreams. With your host, Rawri Tsukoirangi, and this gets me every time, and sometimes the brother Vincent. We're diving deep into the thrilling world of NRL and rugby league today, and who knows where the game will take us tomorrow. From the try line to the sideline, we've got you covered. So strap in as we tackle the big plays, the game-changing moments, and the stories that define legends. Whether you're a seasoned vet or this is your first hit up, the practice run is for everyone. Every run, every tackle, every win, experience the rush with us. With exclusive insights, couch analysis, and a touch of humour, the practice run is here to keep you entertained, informed, and part of our practice squad. Because here, every practice run takes us one step closer to glory. The Practice Run, where every listener is an MVP, powering our play every episode, every day. So shout out to 99 Dreams for powering our passion. Now let's kick things off with today's lineup. So today, Fano, I feel like we've got a little bit of a fun episode today. This is our first chance we've ever got to uh, review some of the games that were played in the weekend. We're not going to review all of them, we're just going to touch on a few of them. I think um, two's going to touch on the Bulldogs game, obviously. Uh, I'll cover the Broncos, and I was actually keeping an eye on the Warriors game. Uh, for you Warriors fans out there, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I hope we see you guys in the grand final. I uh, just hope you don't win it. That's all. <laughs> so we're going to give a bit of a, an analysis, and we're also going to um, give an analysis on the uh, Indigenous All-Star game. Shout out to our Indigenous brothers from across the sea and sisters. They both won. It was, it was a double-headed win for those those two groups. And, um, yeah, man, they they... they, they definitely showed why why they deserve to win this week just gone so big games to review um we've also got to take a look at the um predicted lineups for the dragons the dolphins the knights the sea eagles and the sharks so we've got five teams which will leave us four more on thursday so stay tuned for that whānau but before we get into our fun and activities there's something that we got to do there's something we got to do, Fano. We got to, we got to, we got to do our, our annual rock off, our, our weekly rock off. I'm currently down. I, I won the first one, lost the next two. Two's up, two to one. So I, I need this. I need this. So how this goes, Fano? Is it go one, two, three, shoot? We hide our hand below the screen and then we pull it up with whatever um, action we we've got, be it paper, scissors, or a rock. I'm nervous. I need this one. I need this one. <laughs> you don't need it. You don't really need it. I need mm. this one, man. I, I, I won the inaugural. Now I gotta, I gotta win. I gotta get back up on the uh, the run sheet. It's been, t- it's been what a whole week. Yeah, I haven't had a win last week. So come on, Barno. I, I need, I need just to just get behind. Give me the wayduer. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything to say before we kick the show off, my bro? Uh, nah, not really, man. Let's get this get this show on the road, eh? All right. Hold on, hold on. Do you want to call it three, two, one, shoot? Nah, you got it. You got it. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of what I'm what I'm going with. Yeah, same. All right, here we Trust go. Trust the gut. Trust the gut. Three, two, one, shoot. Lift it up. Oh, ah! <laughs> Every oh, time. Oh. Every time. So. If you're new here, no one has ever won paper, scissors, rock straight off the bat. And again, we both pull scissors. <laughs> All right. 
the synchronicity. We, we, we got the team chemistry. It, it, it's there. All right. So three, two, one, shoot again. All right. Here we go. Far no. Play along at home. If you beat us, or good on you. No one cares. Nah. Three, two, one, shoot. Oh, I don't feel good about this at all. No. Oh! <laughs> So we I did, went paper. I did time. not feel good with that one. I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that one. Oh, bro, I was, I was feeling a bit guilty. I was like, oh, betcha he ran it back with the scissor. Uh, betcha he ran it back with the scissor. I thought that's what you were gonna do. Like after I'd already done, I was like, oh no, oh no. Yo, I thought you were gonna run it with the rock. I feel like we're giving too many tactics here. Now we just need a <laughs> one, two, three, shoot it. Just, just do it, eh? Just do it. Alright, here we go. One, two, three, shoot. And up. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, man. Alright, no thank you, so just straight that... into it. Alright, alright. So we both went rock that time, far no. Alright, we've been yep. through a cycle. Here we go. One, two, three, shoot. And up. <laughs> we are on. We are on sync today, Farno. What are we doing here? Oh man! So both of us pull paper again, bro. We need a winner. All right, hurry up. Three, two, one. All right, hurry one, up. Two, three, shoot. And up. <sighs> Yo, let's go. That's let's you, go, man. That's All right. You. So now it's two apiece, it's two apiece. I got my dub, I got my dub, I'm back up on the run sheet. <sighs> Sorry about that, Bardo took a bit longer than usual. <laughs> um, we're going to kick the show off with a game we call A to Z. Um, the most generic and basic name of a game you could ever find. However, this is how it's going to run. So we're going to put three minutes on the clock, and Tukuirangi over here has to um, go through the alphabet. A through to Z, and name as many players as he can with that letter of the alphabet. So, for example, we go A, and he says, Aquiluate. Uh, Boom. That's A done. And then go B, and if he goes past, we'll come back to it. So he's got three minutes to get through A to Z, and however many players he can get through at the end of the timer. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> this ain't going to go well Any questions before we kick this off? I don't like this. Uh, does it have to be their first name? Can it be their last name? No, it has to be first name. Oh, I'm... Yeah, 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 so... <laughs> Jeez. I feel a lot of passing's um, about to happen. Yeah, so, like, for when you get to letter O, uh, you can say, like, Ofahiki Ogden. He's probably the only one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I've got another the o was The O was pretty hard. Oh, did they have to be um, current players? No, 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 no. Past or present. Past or present. Oh. Um, I'm sure you, oh, you, you've got me. a goat listed at number at, at, at the letter H, so you should be sweet. Uh, let me just bring up my timer real quick. Not an alarm. Timer. Uh, three minutes on the clock. Your time starts now with the letter A. Adam Reynolds. Adam Reynolds. Nice. B. Uh, Billy Burns. Billy Burns. C. C. 
uh, Chanel Harris Davida. <laughs> Chanel Harris Davida, nice pick up Chanel. for Lars. D. D. Pass. I've got nothing off the top of my head. Oh, okay. E. Uh, pass. F. What the fuck? F. Oh, Fletcher Butcher. Alright, G. G. Surely his initials will give it away. He's Greg Inglis, Jesus. <laughs> H. Bulldog H. Legion, come on now, point scorer. Hazamel Masri. Alright, I. Oh, Isaac Luke. Nice, bully. J. J. Jonathan Thurston. Yes, I was going to say, another initials guy, K. K. Uh, 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 pass. Okay. okay. Um, L. Al. Vince will be disappointed if you don't get this one. We can be disappointed. <laughs> Fuck, I just got a K. Can I go back to a K? Yeah. Let me go back. Kevin Lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Back Kevin to Lock. Al. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, Luke Brooks. Duh. Yeah, there we go. M. M. Al M. M. Uh, Maddie Johns. Maddie Johns. Good pick. N. Yeah, in Nathan Hamash. Well, I was gonna go Cleary, but nice. Oh, um, um oh, Oregon Kafusi. I'll go with the other one. Oh, nice, nice, nice. P. P. Uh, Petro Seven Siva. Oh, good pick. One minute left. Q. 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 Oh no, it's Clinton. <laughs> uh, pass. Okay. Uh, R. God, why is his name eluding me? Roger, Rod, oh, Roger Torvasa Sheik. Jesus. Yes, nice. S. Yes, Steve Price. Nice. T. Now, you think I'd know someone that starts with a T, right? Uh... Fuck! Pass. Call him Turbo. Oh, yeah. You. Pass. I'm not wasting my time. V. V. Valentine Holmes. V. Nice. W. W. Uh, Wendell Sailor. Nice. Uh, X. Xavier Savage? Sure. Who's your one? Xavier Williams. Uh, we, Coates. Yeah. Yelene. Oh, why? Pass. Yelene Gordon was my one. Uh, this time's up. So we oh, got terrible. 1, 2, 3, 4, that's 5, that's 6, terrible. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 out of, uh, it's 26 letters in the alphabet, eh? I would hope so. Yeah, not bad. So. so the ones that I had on my list went Aquiluate, Boyd Cordner, Cameron Smith, Darren Lockyer, Ewan Aiken, Felice Kafusi, G.I. Hazamel Masri, Isaiah Yo, Jonathan Thurston, Kalen Ponga, Luke Bricks, uh, Luke Brooks, <laughs> not Luke Bricks, <laughs> um, Mitchie Moses, Nathan Cleary, Ofaheke Ogden, Paul Gallen, Quinton Pongia, uh, RTS, Scott Prince, uh, Tom Travojevic, Akuma Pai, Valentine Holmes, Willie Tonga, Xavier Coates, Yelene Gordon, and Zach Hardacker were my A to Z's. Man, I should have got the T. 
Did I skip on the D and the E? Yeah, you skipped the D and the E. That's why I was offended, yeah. man. You skipped Darren. My bad, man. Just under pressure. Um, T, D, and E. Yeah. Those were three ones that I should have got on. Oh, wow. Yeah. T, you could have had, I don't know. Uh, Tristan Saylor. Yeah, uh, Tom Trebojevic. Well, if he wasn't injured all the time, I would have known that he was there. Sakes, Tommy. <laughs> Keep forgetting about you. Uh, Tommy Radonikus. <laughs> uh, you know? Oh, mate. Missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Yeah. Let's dive into some of the games from the weekend, eh? Yeah, well. So, big games of footy over the weekend. Obviously, preseason ramping up. Uh, and the All-Stars game. So, we'll start with the Indigenous All-Stars game. We'll, we'll not get that out of the way, but uh, look, I just want to put that game behind us. <laughs> we had a lot of position. We almost had all the position in that game. We just had no strike power to get over the line. And those Indigenous boys, man, they said too much speed on the outside. Um, we we're missing a few key players, but hey, both teams were. Both teams didn't field the best team that they possibly could, um, considering all the available players. Well, eligible players, sorry, that were unavailable. Um, you know, if we had, you know, just if we had Jerome Luai, um, Kalen Ponga, or Reese Walsh, you know, or if um, the Indigenous boys had Reese, uh, would have been, you know, just electrifying to watch. But hey, uh-huh, that's, that's the, how it is, and that's how it rolls sometimes. But do you have any key takeaways from that match? Do you get into it at all? Just Nah, man, just, just got to give, give credit to the Indigenous boys. Uh, you know, credit where credit's due, they probably deserve the win. I don't think the boys played too bad but yeah like you said they just that lack of polish um maybe come back to bite them yeah didn't help that it was raining uh fox just does what the fox does you got that quick double and yeah we got the first try though joey tharp in there over mm. the line um we, we we just didn't have that strike rate and especially once our starting players went off we didn't quite have um that second unit that you'd really want off the bench however that young fella howarth um he really stepped up oh, his yeah. hand up um made an impact he was definitely a memorable player from that game so i enjoyed watching him um we lacked a fullback that that's what really st- stood out i think was the lack of an actual fullback on on the field um i think jerome hughes could play fullback but they they kept him at the six i think or the seven mm. which was kind of an interesting choice they Maybe could have put him at fullback and um, put Arthur's on the wing and then put Tamari Martin in the halves alongside Nicodema. But hey, we're not the coach, we're just observers. <laughs> um, Adam Blair, Kazi, not, not the results you wanted, but hey, this is your first time out there coaching the Māori All-Stars game and you did the best you could with the team you had available. But yeah, just shout out to the Indigenous um, brothers, they've done amazingly. The women, yeah. Similar story, man. They were just too good. Um, their seven, is it Kara? Kara? She she was wicked, man. Her kicking game was oh. just on point. Um, and the center, uh, what was her name? Um, the other center for the indigenous girls. Yeah, she was carving up too. She, she um, was ripping. So, yeah, nah. You guys deserve to win. And um, we'll, we'll see you back here next year, Fano And... Hopefully they bring it back to Aotearoa and you never know, you might catch your boys up at that game, <laughs> ripping the Māoris. 
uh, moving on to the second game that we noted, um, which was the Bulldogs game. I d- didn't catch that one. I was actually, I was actually editing the the video from last week. So yeah, <laughs> sorry, far note, missed that one. So what, why don't you give us a breakdown too, um, and I'll ask you questions. I mean, I will gladly give you a breakdown of the first game of the season, the Bulldogs against the Storm. Obviously, both teams resting quite a few players. Uh, but giving the young guns a run. And I was proud of the boys. It was, to be honest, quite a dominant game, I thought. Um, everyone played really well. You know, we got a few people fighting for spots on the team, and they pretty much all showed up. Bronson Cherry, first game back in four years, I thought he he was good. You know, a little bit rusty, but he just looks like he's you know got a bit of class about him, and he's just a natural football player. Uh, the battle in the halves between Hutchinson and Toby Sexton was good. I thought Hutchinson and Bird, and that's who I'm picking to be in our halves, or who I would have. Uh, I thought they played off each other well, but Toby didn't make a good chat. Um, he was good when he came on too, so I wouldn't be surprised if they go with him. Our forward pack, even though we've lost some experience with Luke Thompson and Tafita Panga Jr. gone, they were really well, quite dominant actually. We managed to keep them down in their half most of the time. We had a lot of attacking sets. I like our players in attack. It still needs a bit of polish, but the ball was swinging side to side. Uh, we had Jamin Salmon as our 13 ball playing lock, and he did quite well. So it'll be interesting what, to see what they do there. Yeah, the Storm were just on the back foot pretty much from the start, and they couldn't quite get a rhythm. But the their two tries did come off uh, pretty much when they... Uh, when they were able to get into red zone, they didn't get there much, maybe two times, three times, but when they were there, especially in the first half, they got two chances and they scored both times. Um, the one just before half of uh, 10 seconds left, it was a scrum middle of the field. The Jonah Peasant went one way, kicked it back to the other way where uh, our Ryan Pappenhausen, he just <laughs> outran our whole team. Good trick play. Um <laughs> Pappy looked good. He looked like he was moving without restriction. So he was out there just playing, not really thinking of everything. Dude's still quick as hell. But yeah, there's not much you can do when you're just pretty much on the back foot and all your first three carries are within the 20 and you're kicking it at halfway when you finally get to your 15-6-1. Our juniors look good, man. Uh, the nine, Bailey, he looked really good. Uh, the, I think his name is, I forget what the halfback is, O'Neill. When he came on, him and Toby did well together and he got, I think it's Josiah Papali, young fullback. He's been in our team for a little bit, just in, the, um, I think it's SG Ball they play, or one of them, it's the under 21. And the three of them combined for a nice try in that second half and it just showed that our future is bright. We've got kids coming through. Everyone looked good. The only player they had a bad game would be Liam Knight. He might have just played his way out of the starting pop position. And if he has another bad game in the second trial, he might just not even be in at 17 anymore. Um, overall, happy. I think the Storm, well, the Storm will be the Storm come season. They were missing a lot of players. So, yeah, and that notice when their starters went off, it was just a totally different ball game. But yeah, overall, happy. I think Bulldogs fans were pretty happy with what we saw. Yeah, man. Uh, that was pretty much the game in a nutshell. We should have won by way more. We botched like three tries. 
So that it shows <laughs> that score, even though it was, you know, like 20-something to 12, we really should have put it on them even more. But, yeah, that was pretty much it for the game. Great first up win. Something we can build off. And, yeah. Where do you see Curran fitting in? Because he played, he played a really good game in the Indigenous All-Star game. Um, you know, he was everywhere you needed him to be. Um, making solid plays, um, awesome defense as well in there. So where do you see him um, slotting in in the next couple of weeks? From what I've heard, I think they're looking at him to be that ball-playing lock at 13. Well, I know that's where quite a few of the fans want him to play. Um, if he's not there, then I'd say he'll probably be on the bench to give either uh, William Kikau or Preston a break, or he'll just come on as a at that 13. So, yeah, his versatility, thinking he's probably going to be vying for that lock spot. But I'll imagine he'll be there, thereabouts. If he doesn't get the 13, then he's probably coming off the bench to give someone a spell. With his versatility, even Preston can go into the middle, so he can go to an edge. If he goes in the middle, then maybe slice to an edge later on. But, yeah. Oh, me, me. Um, and one thing that Bellyache always does is he always gives the young fellas a run. Um, he always tries to see who's willing to put their hands up and he tests their depth in the in the preseason. So a lot of the starters will generally get quite a good good break up until what the last preseason game um, before the season mm. round one kicks off normally. Um, <clears throat> just and, and that's what you'd want to do really is just give give as many young fellas a chance to, to show you why they, they should, you know, get a starting spot or, or work their way onto the bench. Um, overall, what would you rate the game out of five? How many, how many stars are you giving it? What, is a game to watch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Overall. Uh, overall, probably give it like, um, from a Bulldogs perspective, definitely a four out of five. Uh, you could definitely tell it was preseason. And I was actually quite surprised how long some of our players stayed on for. Yeah, I thought Burden would only play one half or maybe not even the full half. Uh, but he played about 50-odd, I think. And, yeah, so just the minutes that some of them got, I thought we, we could have pulled it a little bit early. Um, but, yeah, preseason, eh? You know how it goes. Got to get your run in and then let the young bucks do their things. And those ones that are fighting for those spots, keep them out there a little bit longer, see what they can do. 100%. 100%. Well, I guess we'll take it over to the Warriors game because uh, our third co-host who uh, subsequently isn't here tonight he's a big fan of this team and he, he was the first to share the image of the final score in the group chat um <clears throat> quite quite braggadociously i must add vince if, if you're listening or if you're watching brother don't you ever squite about beating a 12-man team ever again don't you ever <laughs> so warriors fans i'm with you on this one <clears throat> despite playing uh, 13 v 12 for what 60 odd minutes minus the yellow card that happened midway through the match for the Tigers that made it 12 on 12 for 10 minutes of that 60 minute belt um, <clears throat> they only won what was the final score in the end I think it was what 18 16 so the Warriors only were down by two points the Tigers man that, that <laughs> Tigers fans I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to <coughs> shit on you here you guys have something to look forward to this season. I'm not quite sure if it's top eight, but you've got something to look forward to this season. Whereas the Warriors, 
Keep them wheels turning, baby. Keep them wheels turning. I'm on the bandwagon. I'm sort of Broncos fan, but I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Up the was. This is your year. This is your year. <laughs> so you guys didn't have Sean Johnson. You didn't have um, Adam Fanua Blake. There are a few others missing from the lineup. So, you know, understandably, you weren't really wanting to win. You were just out there to put players in positions to get some run time. Um, the reason for the send-off was uh, Zion Malou uh, with his tackle on Deacon Casey. Um, shoulder to the head, a few mitigating factors. He, I think, is up for four-week um, ban, five if he um, appeals. Yes. Yeah. However, there are a few mitigating factors. Um, what was his name? Declan Casey had bounced off another tackle, which altered the angle at which Zion was no longer able to pull out. Oh. So there was there was like less than a split second to connect. Um, we wish Declan Casey a speedy recovery. No one wants to see that. He was stretched off the field. It, it was a hell of a knockout, man. Um, fair bit of that for Aussie boys over the weekend with Whitaker um, <laughs> and Volk. Uh, so, yeah, ho- hopefully all, all three of those lads uh, wish them all a speedy recovery. Um, obviously, all eyes were on the return of RTS, Roger Tui versus Sheck, who racked up 89 run metres in the first half, uh, the most of any other player on their team at that point in the game. Um, man, his, his first jam in the centres, he looked good. He looks sharp, man. His defense. He's, he looks like he's bulked up a bit too, coming back Dang. from that rugby season. Um, yeah, look, he's just as electric as he was before he left. So I'm excited for this season. Uh, hopefully, he has an injury-free season. Warriors fans, you, you, you've got a team here. You've really got a team. Bunty R four. He looked great out there as well. Um, you know, looked like he was at some barnstorming best. So he's again trying to play his way back into that squad. Um, <clears throat> what else? So, oh yeah, there was no capo. Everyone was looking for the um, return of capo. Um, Benji, I think, is trying to find some combos that will work because the Tigers ran. Uh, they flew over here with all twenty-three subs, um, so they were they were looking to utilize every available man at that club, I guess. And I, I think Benji's just trying to filter through the team and figure out who who clicks. Um, we saw Aiden Caesar's return, and he showed that he's going to be serviceable for the Tigers and the halves there, freeing up Jaden Sullivan to do his thing out there, which is just run freely, um, let his natural athletic ability take over. Um, my key takeaway from this game is that the Warriors still look good, um, you know, bar any injuries and some um, playing up from the boys. I, I think, I think. Like, I really think you guys are in with a chance. This, this is, a like, I know it's just a preseason game, um, and it's a loss, but, I mean, you guys lost with one one less man and only lost by two points. And I think the streaker that ran out in, like, the 70-somethingth minute uh, killed a lot of the momentum and the clock for the Warriors. So, yeah, Christchurch fans, pull your heads in, eh? Pull your heads in. You better sort that shit out by the time the Raiders get down there to play the Warriors because, hey, Warriors fans... If you want to see them make the playoffs and if you want to see them win a grand final, you can't be running out on the field like that. Just cut it out, eh? Fucking hell. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm excited for you, Warriors fans. Um, up the wires. Your jersey sold out in 10 minutes. So you got some passionate fans. Um, 
I'm still waiting for the Broncos away jersey to get back in stock so I can purchase one of those. They sold out before Christmas. Um, but yeah, great game. Um, overall, I think it was about a three, four point five out of five. Yeah. With any, any um, have, have you seen any highlights or anything? Can't say that I did. I don't think I pretty much only caught the Bulldogs, and I was may or may not have been out of commission for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I did catch a few highs. But I was going to ask you: Were there any standout players for the Tigers? Did they did they bring out the is it the Firenew brothers? Um. In all honesty, I was just I was I was only focused on the Warriors. <laughs> it was a very biased watch. Um, let me have a look. Let me have a look. Well, I guess we can always ask Vince when he finally uh, makes his Jumps grand on. appearance here. What a guy wants to bar uh, up in the chat. Hasn't spoken in the chat for like months. In a first preseason game, boom. <laughs> yeah, you you beat the Warriors by two points. With twelve players, come on now. Um, where does it tell me their lineup? Oh, I'm not too sure. Oh well, I don't know. I don't know where it's showing their lineup, but yeah, look, good game. Um, yeah, a few a few key players from the Tigers. Um, <clears throat> plenty, plenty to um, plenty to be looking forward to for your Tigers fans. Just don't expect the top eight. Um, you might surprise people and get a few wins here and there, but I don't think you'll be contending this season. However, next season might be a different story. Um, I think this is going to be a great foundational year for Benji. Um, <clears throat> hey, where's that teams list? I'm trying to find the teams list from the uh, from the other um, from that day, but I can't. The biggest highlight of the game, though, was Roger Tuivasa-Shek's big tackle, man. He just picked him up, slammed him on, on his back, and yeah, the bro just knocked the ball on, couldn't handle it. It was a clean tackle, too. Like, it was just a solid rugby tackle. Like, Roger looked like he was about to get over the ball and clear it out. <laughs> did he play? How long did he play? Uh, he played into the second half, but I think maybe only like five, ten minutes in the second oh, half, yeah. and then he was pulled off. Yeah. Did he roam? Yeah. Or did he, was he, did he just stay on his side? A little bit of Romy, but for the most part, he was just on his side. He, he seldom went over the other edge. I think he was just covering fullback for a bit and then bouncing back out. Okay. Yeah, but no, nah, he looks good. Um, and who knows? Might be a Dally M season for him in the centre spot there if, if he doesn't get his points stolen from the other members of his squad all behind for a Dally M. Um, over to the other game that I watched this weekend, well, Obviously, the other game that we're going to review would have to be the Broncos game. Um, also, Vince, hey, if you're unhappy with how we reviewed your team, come on the show. Come on the show. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the Broncos. The Broncos game was... Do I, oh, I didn't even write the score down. Um, it was a lot to not a lot, lot, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like 40-something. Um you look up the score and I'll read through my, my notes. So, the Broncos versus the Cowboys. Uh, big brother versus little brother. Um, look, Cowboys fans, I had high hopes for you this season and maybe it was just an off day. The, the, the grass was a bit wet. It was slippery up there in Mackay. Um, but Reese Walsh, electric. 
he was electrifying. The Rock has just returned to um, WWE. Well, Reese Walsh has just returned, and he is electrifying. Man, he's the most electrifying man in all of the NRL. If you smell what the Reese is cooking, holy hicker. Look, he's going to give Ponga a real good run for that um, number one jersey come origin time. And who knows, he might even push his way into the Australian squad this year if he stays healthy and you know he just stays at his best. Because although he did throw an intercept, I don't know what it is with this kid. He just doesn't let those kind of things phase him. He'll throw an intercept. They scored a try off of that, by the way. Um, but next play, he's going to try and do that exact same move again to free up the space. So that that's the sort of risk reward with uh, Reese Walsh. But it pays off more than it doesn't. And you know, I, I like to spin at the at the uh, casino from time to time and all in on red or black. So he's a gambler man. I like to see it. Um, Cobo at the centers, he looked good. He looked good. And um, in the commentary before the game kicked off, the reason for it, Kevy reckons, is because of his defensive prowess. Now, I was skeptical of that because I'm a big Broncos fan and I watched a lot of his defensive prowess on that, on that wing and he always shot off early, which left his centres um, having to cover his position. But maybe that's because he normally plays at fullback or centre, so he'll just be coming off the edge anyway. Um, but yeah, now look, he really shunned. Um, you know, him and Reese Walsh linking up for the first try of the game in like the first two minutes um, to Corey Oates. So it went Walsh um, through, I think it went to Reynolds, then it went to Cobo, then it went to uh, Corey Oates to score in the corner. Um, yeah, no, nah, it's just good to see those Broncos boys and those away jerseys with the collar look clean. <laughs> the collar is coming back this season, Barno. The Warriors have it in their Heritage jersey. The Broncos on their away jersey. Um, the Broncos' defense looks solid this season. The Cowboys managed to score a handful of tries, uh, mostly on the back of Broncos' errors. Um, so I'm not too sure how they're going to find some go for it but again it's not their full team i don't think valentine holmes is playing so again not not a team that you can sort of go oh that that was you know a true definition of what the cowboys are i don't think i saw tom lolo out there i don't think i saw townsend out there so still missing quite a few key players um so cowboys fans hold tight watch the space i think i think you still got a chance to make the eight I think you still got a chance to make the eight. However, yeah, you looked a bit lackluster yesterday. They got a Nigerian prop or Sikamura, I think it is. Is he Nigerian? No, he's Tanzanian, sorry. Tanzanian. I think he's the first ever Tanzanian, they were saying on, on commentary, which is interesting. And uh, have we? We did the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't think I mentioned him in the Cowboys lineup um, that we did last week. Um, so, yeah, must, must have skipped that one. Sorry, Cowboys fans. Um but yeah, look, there's still a bit of hard work to get there, but I think you'll um, be in with a chance to make the outside eight. My standout player, I think, would have to be um, Pax or Piakura, uh, with his two tries, some menacing runs and stiff defense, but also, um, what's his name? Takura, that bloody Whoa. six foot nine. 19 year old he made an impact they a lot of people are criticizing him because he's six foot nine they say the bigger he is the harder they fall and he has to get a lot lower to tackle everyone and everyone can just wrap up his legs and he falls over but hey look he's a big strong machine and um <clears throat> if the broncos can figure out a way to use him man him and Payne haas are going to be 
Whoo! It'll be world class wrecking crew, man. They'll be the twin towers. So check that out, Farno. But yeah, no, look, great game. Uh, I enjoyed that. I'll I'll give it a four out of five. Um, there, there's still room for improvement. Obviously, a lot of handling errors in that game for the Broncos, uh, from the Broncos' point of view, and the Cowboys. You know, they could use a lot of strike power um, in the next few weeks. But yeah, now nah, four four stars out of five, I think, for that game. It was, it was a fun game to watch, and it looked like a muggy afternoon over the, in Mackay. It was very wet. The ground was very wet, but it looked hot. Not bad. I just quickly looked up the score. The score was yeah, a lot to not a lot. Forty six to twenty. There you go. There you go. So, Broncos fans. We've got a lot to look forward to this season, but we've got a lot to clean up before we get to the end of the season. So, hey, look, hopefully we can um, ride that waka and meet the Warriors in, in the grand final. Um, I forgot to ask you too. Yeah, do you think, um, based on you know some of the performance, you guys are, are a clear chance of making making the top four or outside eight? To be honest, I think it would still be hard to crack that eight just because... It was pretty much the Storm's B team. Uh, so you just never know. But the signs are there that it looks like at least we've got a better, especially in attack. Our defense was good, but our defense was mainly good in that game because they were coming off their own line. You know, Our defense in the 20s looks a bit uh, suspect. But So yeah, I don't know. Like Good game, and I think it, it made Kim and Serrato... Might have made his job a little bit harder because everyone played so good. So now it's like those ones that are fighting for a spot, they haven't made their job any easier for them to choose who's going to make it. But I think it shows that we have juniors coming through. There's excitement for the future. There's probably a little bit more depth than even I thought we had, uh, which is encouraging. You know, if, if things go down, people get injured, it looks like we have people that can cover but again i think you need like that top end talent to really challenge and we got a few players but maybe it's not enough of it to make a run at it mm. yeah that's what i yeah <clears throat> hey look that's that's what these seasons are for right you got to build your way up as long as you're you're confident you're not going to end up with the with the wooden spoon and i, I no, feel like that talking about the wooden spoon is you're confident you're not going to get there? You're not going to take up that spoon? Yeah, after that performance and how the boys seem to be building, um, I'd like to think I'm a little bit more confident that we're not going to get that wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, from talking about the heavy hitters at the top of the table to some of the bottom feeders, let's um let's dive into the to the um, St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, yourself and myself uh, talking about the wooden spoon. Um, we'll both dive into this team and then we'll, we'll get into the teams um, individually. Uh, so the Dragons are expected to be this year's wooden spoon team. The question is, can the Dragons prove the naysayers wrong? Now the TAB doesn't think so. They're paying 126 to take out the grand final this year, which is, yeah, it's, it's a lot whanau and um, look, hey, unless every other team breaks a salary cap, there's no way they're going to win the grand final. <laughs> But uh, two, if you get into the uh, starting 13 and bench, and then maybe we'll, we'll hit out at some of the key factors 
that are helping this team and potentially hindering this team. Yeah, I can do that. Just let me find it. Oh, here we are. So, the predicted lineup for round one. Uh, you got Tyrell Sloan at the back, fullback, the youngster. Uh, they have Matt Fiangai. I think he's one of the twins, right? At wing, and he's punted up with Michaeli. I don't know. Uh, and Michaela Ravalawa, who feels like he's been here for years. Uh, centers, they got Moses Suli and Zach Lomax. Uh, that's actually not a bad pairing. Zach Lomax kind of... Yeah. He's been on... A, everyone reckons he's going to have a breakout year like every year, I feel. Or they're all just waiting for him. <laughs> no? Maybe this is uh, that year. Yeah. they got nothing to lose. Maybe he needs to not play there. Who knows? Uh, the halves, they got Kyle Flanagan and Ben Hunt. I mean, you kind of have to feel sorry for Ben Hunt, but at the same time, <laughs> you chose to go there. I mean, you know, you're getting paid well, so... Uh, I just think it's karma for dropping the ball in the grand final <laughs> and missing the tackle yeah. in regular time. So, hey, it's, it's a karma. It's a karma. Mm, true that. Uh, their front row is Hame Saleh. Uh, Blake Laurie and Jacob Little for the nine. Sikaroa is Dan Russell and Jaden Sua. I actually forgot he went mm. going. Yeah. He's probably regretting that now. They got Jack DeBellin at 13. I like him. He's he's a classic yeah. player. I feel like he's real good. Uh, oh, yeah. Serviceable ways. Mm. 14. That's where they've got Jack Bird. Uh, I don't even... 15, Toby Couchman, never heard of him. 16, Fra Francis Molo. Molo? He... Where was he before? Anyway, don't remember. And 17, they got uh, Raymond Faitala Mariner. So a couple of ex-Bulldogs in that team. Uh, with our old captain, Raymond there. And Flanagan with his dad. So that's the 17. Looks like it's a team that is good enough to win the wooden spoon, and I hope they do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so. they got some players there that, that can have a breakout season. they got some players there that can play. Like, it, it looks like a decent team on paper. Mm. Uh, but can they get their shit together? And yeah, you look at it right, and Taro Sloan, he's... You would think Taro Sloan is a... I'd say he might be a candidate for a breakout player, but it really it's an important year for him, right? Uh, they've all been kind of waiting for him to take that next step. He kind of hasn't. And at one point, he lost a job to that Cody Ramsey guy, the one who might have to retire now, the heart condition. And I know. Uh, I think maybe everyone gave him his flowers too early a little bit for Tyrell, and he just hasn't, hasn't lived up to it, man. But... Now's the season, because if it's not, he might just be out the door, or they might have to look in a different direction. Yeah, and, and in saying that, like, hey, if, if you're looking for somewhere new, mate, play out of your skin, because the Roosters might come calling in a couple of years. Tedesco ain't going to be around forever. Um, yeah, look, that, I don't know, man. This team looks like it can do some damage. It's just whether or not they can put it all together on game day. 
Um, I definitely think they'll be one of those teams to look out for. I think a lot of teams might underestimate them and they might steal a few wins here and there. Um, but yeah, well, basing it off of last season. Um, and how they go? How they go in their preseason game? I believe they. Oh, they lost right because it was the charity game, charity shield game between them and Souths. So it's like the traditional matchup that they always have. Uh, and I know Souths won it. I'm not too sure. If Twenty-eight it was. to six. Ah, oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So yeah. Hey. When the Saints go marching on, you just... <laughs> yeah, hey, look, we've all had seasons where it's been pretty rough. Um, I'm just lucky the Broncos are back, not, not on top, but we're, we're in a place where we, we should always be. Um, the Bulldogs are looking to bounce back. The Tigers have been there. They, they are, you know, I think that wooden spoon's close to being named after them. So, yeah, look, it's, it's just your guys' turn. Um, I'll chuck it over to you to give us a review for uh, Sharks. Yep. So, yep, the first team that I'll be looking at tonight will be the Sharks. So the Sharks last year finished uh, good enough for six. They had, with a record of 14 wins with 10 losses, they're one of the more stable teams. They didn't really... They lost a few players. The key one was Wade Graham, who retired uh, Connor Tracy and Matt Moylan. And they only gained two players, Billy Burns and Michael Gabriel, who I've never heard of. So it's it's a quite of an um, established team, I'd say. And the starting lineup looks pretty much similar to the team that they had last year. So at fullback, you have Will Kennedy on the wing, Sony Katoa and Renato Mulitalo, the little grub. Uh, centers, <laughs> the, a devastating combo of Jesse Ramey on one side was uh, Sir Talakai on the other. Talakai, I'm pretty sure, still gives Morgan Harper's nightmares every time he sees him. Um, in the halves, this would be the biggest change you have. Obviously, Nico Hines at seven, but with Moylan gone, Trindle, I'd say, and Connor Tracy gone, Trindle's oh, now entrenched in there at six. Yeah, and pretty sure people have been calling for Trindle to be his halves partner for a long time. So now it's pretty much his, uh, and should see how that go trindle's a classy player man really classy so i expect them both to do big things in the front row you have toby rudolph uh brayden Hemuela and blake braley who i think is a really really good hooker he uh had a good season last year and i expect nothing less from him i expect him to if he takes another step this year he could be knocking on the door of that origin uh, not saying that he'll make the team, but he might make the camp. Classy player. Uh, got all the skills. Um, so, yeah. Second row, Britton Nakora and Tay Wilton. Solid pairing there. And at 13, you have the irreliable but aging Dale Finucan, Who I think maybe oh, has... Yeah. He's got one more year on his contract. And I know his contract goes down. 
So it's almost like half of what he's getting this year is what he's getting next year. Yeah, yeah, because that's the way they contracted his did his contract. They front loaded it so that last year was oh, team nice. friendly. Mm. Off the bench, you have Cameron McInnes, who's not the prettiest guy you'll see, but uh, boy, does he work hard. Uh, Oregon Kafusi, Royce Hunt, and Jake Williams rounds out the team off the bench. So, yeah, like I said, it's a established team, even though they lost a few players. Uh, Wade Graham, he wasn't really playing. He was injured and coming off the bench. Connor Tracy was the kind of Mr. Fix-It. And Matt Moylan... Well, let's be honest, he didn't really have the greatest year, and I think they'll do better with Trindle. Uh, I've got here a few notes. So, rookies to watch. They've got two of them. They've got their, uh, I think it's a cookie, uh, Iro. Kaya Iro. He's been around for a few years. He's a centre. He's a big boy. And he's been knocking on the door for a little bit, but he's just stuck behind. Like I said, they've got an established team. He's stuck behind Jesse Ramian, Talakai, Katoa, and Muli Talo. So he's only really got gotten a look in when they're injured. Uh, so yeah, but apparently he he's he's got the goods like New South Wales. He rips up or oh, New South Wales Cup. He rips up. I think he might have led the that league in try scoring and got Player of the Year. So he's a classy player. He's just stuck behind some good solid NRL players. And the other rookie to watch, if he gets a chance, will be Cade Dykes. He's looks like going to be the one to replace Will Kennedy eventually. Uh, and he's, from what I've heard, he would have already had a crack, but he got he's had a few injury issues. So those are two rookies to watch. Then key players to watch, it was probably oh. It's Nico. Nico Hines, they go about as good as yeah. he goes. Uh, he's got their team on the string. He is their leader. So if they are to go places, it will be, I'd say, off the back of him. Um, Storylines to watch is how they do against top eight teams. The last few years, they have had a not great record against top eight. And I think last year, they only won, they only beat, they only won three games against top eight sides. So... They've kind yeah. of got that notion that they smoke all the teams they should be, like in that bottom eight, but then they also get smoked when they play top teams. So they need to sort that out because obviously, you know, if you're going to go deep and take that next step and potentially win another premiership, you're going to have to beat the top eight sides. And if you can't, then you're probably going to get bounced out in the playoffs, which is what has happened to them the last two years. So Craig Fitzgibbon... Great coach, you know, he's got to the playoffs twice, but two years in a row now, you've lost and been bounced out in straight sets. So, be interesting to see where they go. If they want to take their next step, that's what they're going to have to do. You're going to have to beat the top eight teams, and if they can't, then you might be looking at another sixth place finish and a quick playoff series. Also, think with the Sharks, though, I think this year might be the year where it's kind of just a plateau year. They don't do too much. They're nothing too exciting because next year they're welcoming in Adam Fanil Blake. So maybe that they're preparing the team for him next season. Because are there any other big players off contract that he'll be replacing or they'll be losing in order to gain AFB? 
The name that's been thrown around is Brayden Hemuraduale. Um, and that's who I think the, there were talks that the Warriors were looking at him. Uh, but like I said, uh, on I the, like a swap. Yeah, maybe. Well, someone's going to have to go right. Or maybe even not. Because like I said, Dalfinukin's contract's pretty much... He's on pennies next year. and Yeah, which makes sense hmm. as to why they picked up AFB. Yeah. I mean, obviously you have... Nico Hines, who's, who I think is on a million dollars. Fanua Blake, when he goes over, will, will be on a million dollars. Um, but yeah, no, I don't really... be interesting to see how they go. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Alright. Mm, I think that's pretty much it for the Sharkies. I would say if maybe one area of weakness would be... They don't have like a utility, someone that can kind of cover heaps of spots. But I think, Ooh, yes. yeah. So if Hines or Trindle was to go down, I'm not too sure who they have as that backup. And even with Braley, the days of the 80 minute hooker are kind of dying out. Uh, so maybe if you have someone to give him a little spar every now and again, which Cameron McInnes, I think he was a hooker before you turned into a prop or a forward. So yeah, maybe you just get themselves a utility, which they had in Connor Tracy, but they gave him to us, so thank you. <laughs> well, there you go, Sharks fans. Plenty to look out for. Um, let me take a quick look at the TAB, see where they're sitting. Um, I think they're around the middle of the pack, um, Sharks fans. So put in your money early, because you won't want to miss out when... Um, they get bounced out in the first round. Um, here we go. Let, let's see. Now, the Cronulla Sharks are sitting at $19. They're paying less than the New Zealand Warriors, but I think the Warriors jumped. I think last week they were paying 21 and now they've jumped after the weekend. Um, I think, or it might have been on the different site that they were paying 21 But there you go, Sharks fans, $19. Um, it's, not, it's not a bad shout. Over to the other Queensland team, my least favourite Queensland team, the Mighty Mighty Dolphins. Um, the biggest thing about the Finns this season is that they've acquired a lot of talent from us. <laughs> so you'll, you'll, you'll see names like Herbie, Flegler and Avarillo um, all joining the Dolphins. However, they look ready to roll. That's one thing they lacked last season was a bit of depth. I think they've added to that depth now. Um, and I, I think they're just ready to get out and um, get their forwards on a front foot. And then the backs will be ready to strike as soon as there's gaps. I think this team's going to have a lot of possession um, of the footy. I think they're going to be tiring. They're going to just keep coming at you up the middle. And there's just not a lot you're going to have to do but take it. Um, yeah, so let's let's dive into this team. <laughs> With this team, it's kind of hard to say who you'd add to this team because now they've they've kind of they've kind of filled it out. Maybe we'll get there anyway. So at one, they've got um, written up here according to nrl.com. They've got Hamiso Tabuai Fido at number one. Uh, on the wings, they've got Jim, Jermaine Isako and Jack Bostick. 
uh, in the centres, Jake Alvarillo and Herbie Farnworth. Fuck you, Herbie. Uh, in the halves, they got Cody Nikorima uh, and Sean O'Sullivan. Uh, Nikorima, another former Bronco in there. Uh, in the forwards, they've got Jesse Bromwich and former Bronco Thomas Flegler. And then we've got Jeremy Marshall King in at the hooker, as expected. In the second row, we've got Felice Kapusi and Jesse's brother Kenny with Tom Gilbert at the 13. At 14, we've got Ray Stone, followed up by Jared Wallace, Connolly, Lemulu, Lemulu, Lemulu. Uh, and 17 is Mark Nichols. Now, this team here lacked depth last season, but I think they have a fair bit of that now. Um, Jared Wallace off the bench is a bloody handy tool to have off the bench. Um, if this team could get better, it would probably be in the halves. Um, a strong six or seven. Um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to playing this team. They have healthy, I think, will yeah, cause a lot of problems for everyone. The only issue is this year they won't have the chip of being the first ever Dolphins team. They've had their inaugural season. They've gone through the highs and lows of being, you know, first time playing. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch where they go uh, this year. Uh, players to watch. I think the players to watch will be Herbie, I think, to see how well he fits in going from um, the grand final to a team that, um, you know, should have been in the playoffs but didn't quite get due to the injuries. So see whether or not he can bring some of that leadership from the Broncos into this side. Um, yeah, see how Flegler goes. See if uh, a lot of these boys can make it back to that top echelon and can Jermaine Isako be the top point scorer again this season. So those, those will be the storylines to watch. Um, with the Dolphins, I think the game of the round, uh, the game of the round six would be the game to watch for the Dolphins. It's when they play the Broncos. So round six, Farno. Uh, let's have a look. What date is that? We'll go... Um, Dolphins schedule. Ah, shit. <coughs> Did you want me to look it up? Uh, just jumping on it now. Dolphins NRL schedule is giving me the football one. Um, so, one, two, three, four, five. 12th of April, which is a Friday? Yeah, Friday night. I'm assuming that's up there in Suncorp Stadium. Um, so, look, it's going to be a big, big game. Um, kicks off 10 p.m. here in New Zealand. Definitely the game that you want to have penciled in your calendar. It's going to be a big one. Huge clash. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to watching Payne Haas and Thomas Flegler go at it. I'm looking forward to seeing um, Herbie go up against Sal and Cobbo, who used to play outside of him. So, uh, look, there's, there's some matchups there that I'm really looking forward to seeing. Um, it'll be, yeah, the hammer out there at the fullback versus um, Reese Walsh. So, yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good good matchup. Um, bring on, bring on the the, the Brisbane Derby. <laughs> um, and the TAB's got these guys paying forty six bucks to make the grand final, which isn't too bad. Yeah, I was just. When you were talking about 
the um, Dolphins. Just looking at that centre pairing of Herbie Farnworth and Jake Avarillo. Because I know we were not happy when Jake left uh, Avarillo. He's, <laughs> he's a classy player, man. And, you know, to see him, I thought he might be able to push Hammer for that fullback spot. Um, or Tibawai Fido, because he can kind of play everywhere, Jack Avarillo. He literally played everywhere in the backs for us. Uh, and yeah, I kind of expect him to be doing great things over there. And to have him on one side and Herbie on the other, that's that's a deadly combo. The question is going to be now, how much ball do they have to give? Because mm. they, they got a lot of strike power now. They, they can attack you through the middle. They can take you on the edges. It's just now the game plan is. And they've got the greatest mastermind at the helm of all time they've, they've got the great the great one so yeah it's disappointing oh, i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough matchup i think this year i think the dolphins are really starting to make a case as to why they um they should get the nod and i think bennett even after these 700 years of coaching nrl he's still hungry for another title so yeah it's gonna be interesting i'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how they get on one name i didn't see I'm not too sure. So, do they have Cody Nukurima over Isaiah Katoa? I thought he would have maybe been at six. Um, Might be injured. Could be. Not too sure. Because he's, you know, when, when they signed him over from Penrith, he was pretty much destined to be that next half. He was the one coming I think they still got him in there. They just... Got Nikorima as the predicted over him. Yeah, so I'm assuming it's got to come down to preseason. Who who clicks and who fires, um, which would mean that um, Isaiah Katoa would have played in the weekend because Nikorima was playing with the Maoris. I think he did. Yeah, not too yeah. sure how he went though. No, nah, I didn't watch that game. I do know that they won. They're, what, third or fourth on the table because um, this preseason there's a, a certain challenge. You win $100,000. If you win the game, get X amount of tries, X amount of line breaks, and X amount of offloads. You get bonus points, um, and that puts you at the top of the ladder. Oh, yeah, they did. They beat the Titans 26-14. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah, so the Knights, Raiders, Dolphins are all on 15 points. Broncos, Roosters, Bulldogs, Tigers are sitting on 14. Rabbitohs with 13. Uh, and Warriors, Eels, Titans, Storms. Oh, no, sorry. Just the Warriors and Eels with one bonus point apiece. Uh, Titans, Storm, Eagles, Dragons, Cowboys, and Sharks rank out the bottom. How did you just not get 15 points? I don't think we hit all the offloads. Oh. We had the line breaks, we had the tries, we had the win, but we didn't have the offloads. It's 10 offloads, right? I think so. Mm. But I think Kevy's um, whole game plan wasn't about offloads, it wasn't about line breaks, it was about just finding combinations that work. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, over to you for the Sea Eagles breakdown? Mm-hmm. Yes, back to me for the Sea Eagles. A quick little preview of them when I can find the stupid team. But 
Seagulls, in terms of how they went last year, I believe they missed the playoffs. Wait for it. Yep, so they finished 12th last year with a record of 11 wins, 1 draw, and 12 losses. Their team, I think there's been a few, few changes from their team to last year. Just quickly bring it up. Obviously, they've got some big gains. The biggest one being Luke Brooks. He's finally out of that swelladella of a Western Tigers team. And now we'll get to actually see if he is actually good or she should have went to Super League a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> so that'll be, yeah. He's pretty much the main one. They got Jackson Polo, Tommy Talo, Corey Waddell, and Brandon Wakeham, two former Bulldogs again. Losses, they lost the Fiery Brothers to the Tigers. Morgan Harper, who went to the Eels. Sean Kempe, South Sydney. Um, and Kyle Weeks, he went to the Raiders. But they're starting... So it's like the main changes from their team, but the predicted lineup for round one, again, is from NRL.com. Is at the fullback number one, Tom Trevojevic. Arguably the best player in the world when he's on the stand, not injured. Uh, and I don't think anyone will forget that season where he won the Dalim and as Brandon Smith put it, just pissed on everyone. Uh, at the wingers, you have Jackson Polo and Jason Saab. That is a wiry combo, both tall. I mean, Jason Saab's a giant. Uh, yeah, center, you have Ruben Garrick and Tolu Kola. In the halves, you have Luke Brooks and Daly Cherry Evans. Daly Cherry Evans, I'd hate to admit it, he's just still good. Lizzo has been around for years. Uh, still up there with the Elite Sevens. You know, you can still win new games. His kicking has always been excellent. He can take the team around the park. He's just an out and out seven. He's been doing it, feels like, forever. And what makes him good is that he doesn't really have bad games it seems like he's just solid all the time you know and yeah that's as long as he's there controlling this ship they kind of have a shot luke brooks talked about him we don't know how he's gonna go It'll be interesting to see how he does maybe it was the west tigers fault that whole time we'll find out the front wall they have simply but i believe that's gonna change because he uh, was it? He's got a suspension. I think he got three games for something that he did in the oh, preseason. Taniela Pasika and Lachlan Croker is the hooker. The second row, you have a combo of Olakowatu, who's just a beast, and Schuster. Schuster is someone who they have big plans for him. He's a young gun. On his day, he can win you a game, but off his day, he can also lose you a game. Obviously, he's been shifted out because of Luke Brooks coming in. He's on big coin, and honestly, I think he's the X factor. If he plays well, he just brings a whole different dynamic. Uh, but if he doesn't, then they could be in trouble. And at 13, you have the ever-reliable Jake Tavorovic. Dude just does what he does. He makes yards, he doesn't miss tackles, and he's... His hands are so good. I know people talk about Isaiah Yo and Cam Murray, but I have him up there with his ball playing bully just as good as they are. 
to round out the bench, they got Jake Arthur, Josh Aloye, the third Troyes brother, and at 17, Aitasi James, who I don't know who that is. Uh, so, yeah, storyline to watch. It's also keyed up with the key player. It's it's Turbo. You know, when he plays, they are just, they're a top eight team, it seems. Could push for a top four, but when he's not playing, it's not saying that they're not good, but he's just so good. He just makes them, you generally think they can win the premiership with him. So when he's not there, his loss is just, it's, you can tell. And I think it's because he brings so much confidence to them, you know. When he's playing well, he puts him on their front foot. He does stuff that no one else can do. So And it brings everyone else up because they feel as though they feel more confident. All right? He's going to cover you and he's just going to almost do everything. So when he's not there, they can definitely tell. Uh, so that's really the storyline for them is the half of Turbo. I think if he's healthy, they get in top eight. But it's a big if. And if he's not... Are we there, he's thereabouts? such a great player, eh? He's <laughs> such a great player, but he's just been so unfortunate. He's injured so often, and they've had quite severe injuries. So, uh, touch wood, you never want to see a strong uh, New South Welshman go through that kind of pain year in and year out. We definitely need him this season. Him, Trell, we need those two. Uh, Dylan Edwards, Nico Hines, uh, Pat, we need them all. We need them all to be ready and available. Um, but, yeah, look, this, this manly side looks strong. Um, how do you think they're going to go against the Bunnies over in Las Vegas for round one? I think they'll go... Okay, I'd probably still favour the uh, the Rabbitohs. But, you know, you never know over there if Tom is half... If Turbo's halfy and he wants to put on the show, we could be in for a hell of a game. But I think we're simply being... Getting a suspension... Uh, but they do have depth. They've got Nathan Brown, who I think they've re-signed, and they've got old Mr. Lodge, who I'm not too sure if he's upgraded to the top 30 or if he's in a development contract, so he has to wait. Well, like, or he's in that training trial, so he can't play until like round 10 or something, whatever that dumb rule is. So they do have uh, depth, yeah, but yeah. it is a... I want to say aging squad. Yeah, I think if Turbo... Is on the field, they got a shot of Schuster. Players like we know Schuster can. I think this team will be pretty dangerous. You got Olo Coato on that other side who just smokes people. Um, Troyevich holding it down in the middle. Croker's been good for them. He's been a serviceable nine. Uh, so he's been solid. And again, Cheery Evans, just as cool, calm, collector as he is. If we get unlock Lou Brooks. All of a sudden, they go from a top eight team to probably a top fourteen. But yeah, big yeah, a lot of ifs. I think a lot of eyes are going to be on Luke Brooks this season. Um, like you say, this will definitely be telling whether or not he's a Super League player or the Tigers are a Super League team. So um, this will be the telltale telltale sign. So Vince, strap in, brother, because you're about to either be very disappointed. Well, you got to be like, I told you, I told you. <laughs> um, telling you for yeah, years. Yeah, look, exciting, exciting season for Manly fans. Um, they've got lots to look forward to if their team can stay healthy. Those Rabobovich brothers, all three of them are bloody spectacular. Um, let's just see if they can put it all together and come out on the other end. 
Okay, man. That's pretty much it for the seagulls and for my teams. I'll hand it back over to you for the last review. Easy. So we've got the Knights now. Um, Ponga has set his eyes on being in career best form uh, this year. He's coming off a Delhi M season and he wants to lock in that number one jersey for Queensland and put his case forward for that green and gold jumper at the end of the year. Can he do it? The question is out. Can he do it? Well, he's going to need a strong supporting cast to help him make sure that he stays concussion free because he's only a couple of concussions away from retirement, the poor bro. Um, so that is going to be something to look out for. Um, there's lots of new faces, uh, but expect preseason to help narrow down the combinations and find the diamonds in the rough that they are looking for. Um, look, they'll be hungry to go further this season, so let's check out the squad. They've got Kalen Ponga at the one, uh, Tom Jenkins and Greg Marju on the wing, which he's going to be one to look out for, Mr. Marju. Uh, in the centres, they got my Māori Tangego uh, and Bradman Best. In the halves, now this is where they're going to have a positional battle for that number six, but at the moment, they've got Tyson Gamble starting with Jack Jackson Hastings. Why was that so hard to say? <laughs> Jackson Hastings in the seven jersey. Uh, the front row looks like Daniel Safidi, Leo Thompson, and that hooker. We've got Jaden Braley. Uh, the second row, we've got Tyson Bazell, Dylan Lucas, and Adam Elliott locking down that lock position. Off the bench, Phoenix Crossland, Jacob Safidi, Jack Hetherington, and Jeb Cartwright. Now, they lost uh, Dominic Young to the Roosters, Lachlan Fitzgibbon to the Wolves, Fa'amanu Brown to Hull FC and Kurt Mann to Tukorirangi's Bulldogs. Big losses, big losses. But they've brought in Kai Pierce Paul. I was trying to say Paul Pierce just because of the NBA. <laughs> um, Kai Pierce Paul, Will Price, Jack Cogger, Jed Cartwright, and Tom Jenkins are the new uh, signings for the Knights. But that positional battle that I was alluding to. Uh, Tyson Gamble does look like he has been given first choice at 5'8". However, they've got Jack Cogger uh, coming in. Um, so, yeah, we'll see whether or not Adam O'Brien sees Gamble as the long-term six. Because, um, yeah, Cogger, after that grand final cameo, after the Panthers lost uh, Jerome Luai, just showed that, you know, he, he he's solid. Um, and he's, like many other Panthers players, ready just to shine um, on a team that they can make their own. So whoever's handed that number six jersey in round one, competition in the halves is always healthy, and it's going to be a good thing for the Knights fans. Um, I think the round to watch for Newcastle will be round four, Sunday 31st of March, and that is against the Mighty. New Zealand Warriors up the was. Now, the only reason I say that is because it was the Warriors who last year bounced them out in the playoffs. So whether or not they can get that revenge back. And I think they won a piece last year. The Warriors won one and the Knights won one. Uh, and mm. then the Warriors went up in the playoffs. So um, it, it'll be a good game to watch. Um, I think that, you know, 
Kalen Ponga. He's he's gotten a few more weapons on the side, so you you might see a few more triasis, um, just setting up the game a bit more, and yeah, utilizing his speed and his, his agility to get around players. He's a fun he's a fun player to watch. Um, Daniel Safidi, another good strong forward. Um, he'll be ready to try and put his hand up and get up into Origin. Tyson Frizzell, solid as always. Um, yeah, look, lots of positives for Knights fans. Can you guys break into the top four? Not quite certain. Top eight? Yeah, I think you'd be there or thereabouts. Um, but lots to look forward to in the night season. The TAB has you down at $23. So although I believe in you, the TAB doesn't. Take with that what you will, Knights fans. But hey, I'm looking forward to round six, uh, round four, sorry, uh, Sunday, 31st of March at, uh, what is it? It's not Mount Smart anymore. It's Let's Go Media go. Stadium. Yeah. Go Media, yeah. Um, up there in Tamaki Makoto. So, Knights fans, if you're in Aotearoa, head on up there to be a bloody good old derby. 31st, bro, that's next month. <laughs> that's so, yeah, that's well, so hey, nice. Who knows? We might, I might head up there for that one. I'll definitely be up there for the Broncos game. That's in the middle of the year, though. I think, like, round 20-something. No, nah, like, round... It's, it's high teens, anyway. But, yeah, I might go up to that one. That'd be a good game to go to, actually. Just do a day trip, fly up, fly back. Um, what what's your thoughts on this Newcastle side, brother? I'd say they're about go as good as that Kalen Ponga dude goes. So if he's having another Dalian worthy <laughs> season, then I'm guessing they'll be there. But if he's not, or he's like Turbo wants to be injured again, it's probably not going to go their way. Also, the nine. That's um. Hopefully, he can stay healthy because there's another one that seems to be made of glass. Because, um, yeah, he's had, like, two, I think his last two, maybe three seasons have all been cut short due to injury. And he's a big, Damn. big part of their team here. That's all, um, Blake Braley's older brother, I believe. Yeah, cause oh, right. He used to play for the Sharks, but then he left to the Knights. I don't know if he left or he was pushed, um, but then they had Blake coming through anyway, so it didn't really matter. But, yeah, he's... A class nine just wants to always be injured, and if he is, I guess Phoenix Crossland will just take over that posse again because Kurt Mann won't be doing it. <laughs> Shame, uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, Knights fans. I've, I think I feel like I've been saying that all, all, all day today, but there, there are some good teams. I think it's just the Dragons that we have no hope for, but there are some good teams. and. I think this year is just going to be the toughest year. There's solid competition throughout the paper. Like there's going to be a clear cut top four, but I think the rest of the eight, it's going to be a free for all battle, and I think it's going to extend out to the fourteen. So between um, six down to fourteen, good luck. Yeah, well, we hope it is right. Like we hope it's a good comp this year. Last year was good. You just had those two clear cut teams, the Broncos and Penrith, and might still be some of the same, but yeah, those other teams getting into that eight's going to be hard because, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think there's probably 14 teams that generally believe they can make it. Um, well, everyone eh, hopes they can make it, but <laughs> we're being realistic. You know, there's definitely a few teams that don't really have a shot at it, or well, I don't think they do. 
Uh, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's just, it's a great season. Preseason's already kicked off. We're, we've seen some fantastic games over the weekend, and we look forward to watching a few more this weekend. Um, we'll talk about those upcoming games on our Thursday show, so make sure that you guys come back uh, Thursday. I think all episodes release at about 12.30, so make sure you guys come on back uh, 12.30, so it's ready for you guys to listen to on your way home from work, or if you want to listen to it on your way to work on Friday morning to get you hyped and ready for the weekend's action of footy. We just want to give a huge shout-out, to our sponsors of this video, 99 Dreams. If anyone else wants to sponsor us, shout-out, man. We are looking for sponsors. We need to keep the ball rolling. We need to give the brothers a reason. We need to give Vince a reason to come <laughs> on the show with the boys. <laughs> So, um, yeah, look, shout out to 99Dreams uh, for sponsoring our videos, as always, keeping us entertained, and hopefully we're keeping you guys entertained. Um, any any other messages um, before we start to wrap things up, brother, about our teams that we've just gone over? No, not really. I'm just glad that league's finally back, and I can't wait for the season to finally kick off, man. Been waiting a long time for it. So yeah, how good's rugby league? Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. And on Thursday's show, be sure to tune in because we are ticking off the last four teams on the list. We will be looking at the West Tigers, the Penrith Panthers, the mighty mighty Broncos, and of course, two's beloved Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. So make sure you guys tune in for that because you know we got some opinions and some facts to speak on that. Um, I'll also get to talk about some of the rookies like um, Tekuda. I'll also get to touch on Tristan Saylor. Where does he fit? Um, so there, there's lots of key players at the Broncos that we, we get to dive into a little bit more. Um, yeah, so look forward to that. So tune in again on Thursday uh, here with Myself and Tukuhirangi. It's going to be a good time. Uh, yeah. Anything else before we got to wrap things up, bro? Yeah, man. Just tune in on Thursday. Oh, you know, you know where to be when the potty drops. Get in there and support your boys. Hopefully, we'll get Vince on eventually. Hear what the brother has to say, or else we're just going to keep ripping out his team, the Tigers, because they're trash anyway. Uh, shout yeah. out to the Dragons. I hope you guys suck and keep winning that wooden spoon. But in that far note, shot for hanging out with us tonight to the bro, and I'll see you guys all on what Thursday? Thursday, eh? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday. The us. practice run will be back on Thursday. Yeah. Click like, subscribe, comments. Leave some comments for the cousins. Hopefully, we can read out some comments in the coming coming weeks. They'll be awesome. So please leave us some love. Uh, comments for the cousins, do all of that. Um, hit the bell notification icon if it's on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or whatever, just make sure you like our thing, subscribe to our podcast, so then you'll get notified whenever a new episode drops. We're dropping two every week, Farno. How good is that? And it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. I'm working on getting some guests on. Are we going to? probably do like a practice run with some guests just so two and i can get used to interviewing people um well, we've got lots planned for you guys we just we just need to try and get some sponsors on board so we can get um you know help keep the lights on a little bit and um keep you guys engaged but to do that we need you guys to comment subscribe like and leave us some love um 
Other than that, I'll throw it off to you too, Koirangi, to close us off. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. And shout out 99 Dreams. This is the practice one. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'll see you on Thursday. Turn to the church and ma te wa.